What's up all my cultural hip-hop artists and welcome to Bands Weekly. Yes, it is in fact your favorite show and today we are going to get right into our second episode. Now I know a large number of my fans out there might have been complaining that I haven't made any other episode in two and a half weeks. This might seem incongruous with the fact that the title of my show implies it is a weekly broadcast. But the thing is, the best orgasms are achieved when over a long time, when one is tempted thoroughly and denied, yet slowly and surely building up until a large explosion is reached. Or so I've heard. Either way, our second episode is definitely chock full of lots of banter, drama, and relevant news. So let's get right into it. I want to start today's discussion with a recent piece of drama that I have received from abroad. This piece of banter has come under much controversy as many people have questioned the validity of this event. Could it have happened? Is it true? How is it even possible? What am I even talking about? The question is, ladies and gentlemen, is Winston gay? Yes, everyone, this is a very important development in the life of a very cherished individual in our community. And of course, I'm talking about Winston Churchill, the former Prime Minister of England. Why would I even mention the name of any other Winston or Winston or anything like that without their consent? Let's look at the details. According to some inside sources... Winston Churchill, in fact, made a visit to the White House following the attack on Pearl Harbor during Dub Dub 2. According to Winston's bodyguard, President Roosevelt wheeled himself into Winston Churchill's room and found the man, stark naked, pink from his bat. And in reaction, Winston allegedly said, You see, Mr. President, I have nothing to hide. Now, I don't know about you folks, but to me, that sounds profoundly homosexual. But could this be the truth? I've talked to some primary sources and experts on the matter. Let's start with some of one of Winston's close friends, whose name will remain undisclosed. According to this close friend, Winston is just way too thirsty to be gay. Apparently, he was into a bunch of girls and considered himself not only extremely fashionable, but quite the playa. Shocking. This sounds like quite the exaggeration and egoistic attitude. However, let's continue. Overall, the sheer amount of thirst, pure thirst, that Winston allegedly has would seem like a strong deterrent from turning into a gay. And this checks out. According to Winston Churchill's grandson, not only was he married to the female known as Clementine, but had been with many females prior to this act and had a girl, and a girl had once claimed to be his illegitimate daughter. What an absolute unit. However, some of my other sources claim that being in D.C. has special conditions. I spoke with a conservative member of our community recently, and he claims that a whopping 10% of the city 
has been infected with the big gay. That's right, folks. 10% of the city's population is queer. Now, upon asking my very crispy and spicy source, whose name I will not reveal, about the effects of having such a large gay demographic, I learned that one of the dangers of beginning to socially accept gays is that they begin to socially penetrate their ways into mainstream culture. This means that gays will start to produce more gays, almost like a factory or a cloned bacterium, like a disease, a sexually transmitted one. <laughs> Not that we here at Bance Weekly make any discriminations against any group, but you know, the obligation of the press is to tell the truth. Now, if this concept is true, then everything starts to make sense. If Winston Churchill did the big gay and had hot, sweaty, passionate, public displays of affection with Roosevelt, then that would be ground zero. Where's the White House? Washington, D.C., the exact same city. Who was Winston Churchill? A politician. Now tell me, what would happen to an aspiring, young, and impressionable politician whose name just so happened to be the same name as Winston Churchill? If a hundred years later, if that person went to D.C. and, let's say, interned at Congress, what if he slept in a dorm that was all guys? What would happen? What would happen? They would be gay. That's how it happened. People don't think it'd be like that, but it do. And thus, the truth of the matter is that the news that everyone heard about a certain text and a certain claim, it's all true. It's real. I'm not even joking anymore. Jari, I'm talking to you. It happened. And that's for today's exclusive foreign news story. Now, on to other lighter matters. Let's take a look at some domestic news. I know that the last episode, I promised to tell you all how to get into the friend zone. And of course, how to pass all of your tests without even studying. On the first matter, becoming like a brother to every girl. So, a lot of the guys have the problem that whenever they talk to a girl, they always become like automatic, automatically attracted to that guy. When all the guy wanted was to be friends. And then they look at how successful I am at turning every girl off instantly. And they ask me, how do you do it? What's your big secret? Well, the answer is simple. You had to hit him up in the DMs and say, Hey, not sure if this is just me, but I feel like I know you from somewhere before high school. Or so I've heard. And now, for the other matter. Now, the College Board's Office of Testing Integrity may not appreciate me saying this, but in order to pass your tests, listen closely. The answer to question one 